long pause, isn't it? It is. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the... Uh, start that again. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Animal Enclosure. My name is Peter and joining me is Neil. How are you going, Neil? Uh, I'm well, thank you, Peter. How about yourself? Really good. Yes, after a win. And yes. Take it, practice match, Amy Cup, anything. We will take the win. Yeah, a win over Carlton any time yes. is good. Yes. Yes, I think we could win the next 100 games in a row and we might just catch up to how much believe they are in games advantages. Yeah, but if we won 100 games in a row, every one of them would be sweet. It would, yes. Yes, there's nothing better than to see Carlton down the bottom of the ladder and I'd, I'd like to point out that although we hold the record for the number of Wooden spoons. In this century, Carlton holds that honour. Yeah, and it couldn't happen to a better side. Could not happen to a better side. No. I thought um, I was thinking last night about bringing in something different, um, especially when we get to the main season. Yeah. But uh, having a instead of having a best on the ground or like. Um, uh, Trevor Barker Award or Brownlow or something like that where you, you give votes to who you think was a, the best player and that's usually uh, most stats or something like that, you know, those sorts of things. Yes. Uh, we, we should have a player of the day, um, okay. but it could be player of the day for being really bad or being really okay. good or anything you like, just maybe did one thing that you really liked. So yep. It's not necessarily... Um, you know, the best player, just who you liked on the day for whatever reason. So, and um, uh, each, each, yep. I'll keep a list of it as we go along when the season starts, and then yep. we'll end up a player of the year. Each Every time you, you or I give our vote, it will be a one point to that player. And yep. just be interesting to see by the end of the year who gets the most votes. Yes. This is something that uh, Callum Wilkie could... Figuring. Yes, exactly. Like he's not going to get too many best on ground. Yep. But he is going to do a good job. Yep, exactly. That's what I mean. It's, you know, all the uh, awards are always sort of more set for midfield players or oh, even forwards. Uh, yeah. Um, it's you know usually if it's if you give it anything to a, a defender, it's usually like one vote for Wilkie or one vote for Howard, but three votes for, you know, one of the mid-players or something. Yes. So, yes. you know, to turn that around, you can still give them to your votes to uh, the best player on the ground. It's, it's all up to you. There's no yep. no reasoning for anything. You, you can explain why, but, yes. uh, you know, there's no rules. Yes, I like that. And for example, my player, my player of the day, would have been uh, Mason Wood for his glorious eight minutes at the end of the game when he came <laughs> on the ground. Uh, yeah. Three kicks, one straight out of bounds on the full. Doesn't get yeah. any better than that. Well, um, eight minutes is is not a lot of game time. No. And I, I think that uh, the rules of this game was if someone was like subbed, they couldn't come back on. Yep. Yep, that's right. 
there was a few players that were subbed, and that meant that there was one or two players who barely got any time because they had to keep them just in case somebody got injured, and then they'd still have someone they could bring on. Yes. Um, how good was it to see Jade Gresham back on in the team? Yeah, exactly. And he, he only played for 60% of the, the game, which I was yes. just looking before, and uh, he had 18 possessions. Yep. So if he'd played... Uh, the whole game, he would have been up around the uh, 30 possessions, which is yes. which is good. If uh, you're a midfielder, that's that's a good good collect. Yes. Yeah, especially a first uh, hit out for a, a long time for him. So uh, yes. uh, it's really really good to see him play. Gee, I, I was thinking when I was watching, and and there's one bit where he did a really good bit of play, and I thought, gee, we missed him last year when he got injured. We did, yes, uh, we we missed him a lot. Yeah. Um, because the, uh, I would have thought, and yeah, don't know for sure, but I would have had Billings really high in the best and fairest. Yeah. Until Gresham got injured, injured, and then he played a different role. Yep. Exactly. So, um, yeah. good to have him there. Gives him so many more options. And hasn't um, Jack Higgins settled in well as well? Yes, I think he was unlucky. I think two of his shots hit the post. Yeah. So he he could have had three goals instead of one. Yeah. Um, and then there was the one where he got whacked in the head and Billings took two steps and the umpire said, play on. Yeah, I know. When, when it's, what was it, about 20 metres out directly yeah. in front, something like that? Um, yes. No, and I mean, Billings, in all fairness, might not have heard the whistle at first and then he did stop but then had to play on because the umpire had already said play on. Um, Which is what I think happened with Membry. Yeah. He took the mark 10 metres out and played on, and I'm thinking he's either thinking it didn't travel far enough or the Carlton player got a hand to it and just tipped it. Yeah, I, I looked at the replay of that and I thought maybe it's because he gave the Carlton player a huge shove in the back before he <laughs> took the mark. And he probably thought, that. if I kick it quickly, maybe the umpire won't say anything. Yeah, or the umpire's not going to pay it because he realises he's stuffed up against um, Higgins. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I was surprised to see that we won the free kick count at the end of the game. Yeah. Because there seemed to be an awful lot of free kicks in the centre of ground that Carlton got. Yep. I think we, we tend to get ours in the half-back flank or something. Back pocket. Back pocket. And, um, it was, I thought, one of the umpires. Every time he blew the whistle, I'm thinking, free kick Carlton, free kick Carlton. Yeah, it seemed that way. I don't know how you fix something like that, because when these guys are growing up as kids, they must barrack for a football team. Yeah. And if you're putting them in a game where they're going to umpire, um, subconsciously perhaps it's like, oh, oh, that's a free kick. Whereas if it was two impartial teams, they might have gone, play on. Yeah. Or, yeah, the reverse, like uh, when Fisher umpires at oh, games. Yes. And it's like, I'm going to show everyone that I'm not a St Kilda <laughs> former player or supporter yeah. by going the other way. Yes. Yeah, he, he certainly makes us... Earn our kids. Yeah. Yeah. It would be hard. I, I've got to admit that. Oh, I think I'd just say, don't, don't play me. Don't, sorry, don't 
let the umpires and guilty games. Yeah. You know, but then I'd they, still be biased against certain teams like Essendon and yes, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be hard not to. It would. Yes. Um, have you picked your team for our first round? Uh, I pick it every week, and every week after I pick it, I change my mind. So. Well, I, I went on to Big Footy, and I'd like to thank Sainters Unite because I picked his team. <laughs> with, with just one exception. Yeah. So he's got Caulfield, Howard, Webster, which I think is a good line. Yeah. He's Wilkie, Carlisle, Sinclair. Yes, good. Hanbury, Clark, Hill. Yep. Billings, Membry, Higgins. Yep. Loney, King, Butler. Yep. Ryder, Steele, Gresham. Yep. And his interchange is Battle, Ross, Vitel, McKernan slash Wood. Yeah, that sounds pretty much like the side I picked too. And I'm thinking, well, McKernan or Hunter yeah. will have to play just to, to give Ryder a, a chop out. Yeah. I, I want them playing Battle in the ruck. That's not, It's not good. Yeah, or King. Um, I'd hate it if they started throwing yeah. King in like they did with Bruce. Yes. He's not a ruckman. Yeah. Uh, all you're going to do is get him injured, or he'll go. How much you're going to pay me to play as a permanent forward? Yeah, I'll go and play for you. Yeah, exactly. So uh, from that team, Hanbury will have to come out mm-hmm. because he's injured, um, and I'd like to see Bytel go in. Yeah. But it probably won't be. Um, I think it might be Ross into the team. Um, yeah, see, that changes it all up. Yeah. I, I like the back line as it is. I guess Ross plays on on the wing if that's all the centre line. Yeah. You didn't have Long in there, did you? No. Ah. Okay. No, this is Sanders United team, and I just confiscated. I yeah. just said, yeah, that'll do me. But, yes, uh, and, and Jones isn't in because... Um, yeah, he's injured. They might not take him up to Sydney for the first game. Yeah. But, well, if you put Long in, who do you take out? Probably Webster, I guess. Well, it depends. Yeah. Um, I didn't think Webster played that badly. Yeah, uh, that's true. And, and Long did some just silly things. Just, you know, we had the ball streaming through the centre and the umpire said, yeah, hold on the man. So oh, yes, I remember that. Blocking, he yeah. grabbed hold of the player. Uh, the umpire's going to pay that every single time. They're not going to say, oh, nah, didn't interfere with the play. Well, blow the whistle, free kick. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough one. Uh, I think, oh, oh, you could go both ways, I, I imagine. Um, I imagine most of the big footy, it would be a bit of a toss-up between the two. Uh, reading the um, replies to the autopsy, yeah, there was a lot of a lot of thought thrown up that, you know, um, Long brings, like, a bit of X factor to the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but is that going to count against the team? Um, if Webster gets back to his form, then you know you've got like a hard at it back pocket player who's a pretty decent kick. Yeah, that's true. So, um, and if you're looking at that back line, if Patton hadn't got injured, which one of those goes out? Is it Sinclair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that gets a bit uh, hard then. He's played two really good games from the yeah. halfback. Yeah, exactly. Uh, obviously, Caulfield won't go out. Um, no. Wilkie Howard won't go out. Howard won't go out. Carlisle won't go out. Yeah. Because injury, injury to Frawley. Yeah. Well, either one of Frawley or Carlisle will play. Yes. So, um, yeah. And then Clark and Hill will play. Yeah. Billings, Memory Higgins. Loney, King, Butler. Yeah. Rock, Bill Gresham. They're pretty much locked for the first game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it is a nice problem to have, but it's a very hard oh. thing if, when you're trying to pick sides. Gee, uh, some of the teams we put on the field the last couple of years, um, you look at them and think not many of them would get a game at another club. Yeah, exactly. And uh, well, things have come a long way since then, mainly because they've recruited a lot of um, mature age or even older players. Yes. Um, or traded in. Yeah. Um, like Hill looks like he's in for a big year. Yes, I think so. Um, um, also, um, uh, this guy we got, I'm trying to think of his name. Um, the bigger but, Crouch. Yeah, couldn't think of his name. Yeah. Um, you know, he didn't have a big game, but he was only on for just over half the game. And yeah. uh, uh, I think he's going to be really handy going forward. Big body midfielder. Yes. Um, experience, and from what I've seen, his disposal seems pretty good. I heard it wasn't that good, but seems all right to me. Yeah, but you could say that about Gresham because he he gets the ball and bangs it on his foot. Yeah. And clears the congestion. Um, uh, it's an advantage because we're 40, 50 metres further down the field, but it's not it delivered to a, a player on the chest. It's yeah. It's hacked out, which is better than them getting it and sending it their way. Exactly, yeah. And that's always been the... The gripe about Ross is too, um, yep. as well. He uh, he can do some good passes when he's got a bit of time, but a lot of the time, you know, and grabs it, just hacks it forward. Yes. Which is fine if we've got the structure up there, because then well, they haven't got loose players. But um, as we saw when Richo was a coach, we used to lose our structure so often as he threw in forwards into the ruck and stuff like that. But Loney was pretty much our small forward. He, he was pretty much the main person. Yeah. Um, if we've got Higgins and Butler in the same team, he doesn't have to be the main person. They can share it around, if that's the right term. Exactly. And if you're the opposition and you've got, like, one... Like most teams, has one small defender to take on the small forward. 
Yep. Who would you send him to out of those three? Yes. Um, Butler plays tends to play a lot further up the ground. Well, so, so far this year he seems to be anyway. Um, pace to burn. Pace to burn. Uh, Higgins has got that X factor, but he's also got pace and he's also a good mark for his size and yes. uh, goes in hard and tackles well and everything like that. And Loney is just in great form at the moment. And he certainly has come away from, uh, yeah, we think you should look at other options. Yeah. Um, if you're um, kicking three goals a game, then it's hard to get dropped. Exactly. Especially, uh, it was only a couple of years ago when he had totally lost all his confidence and he'd yes. have a set shot from you know 30 metres out directly in front and be lucky to make a point. And oh, now he's just... The distance. Yeah. yeah, now he's just sort of belting them through from I, most angles. I think criticism was that um, the ball came down to him and he should have marked it, but he dropped it. Yeah. And then Weedering picked up the ball, but Loney dragged him to the ground, which wouldn't have happened in previous years. Yeah. So big running past him, it would have just brushed him off and kept going. But it looks like he's determined to stick the tackles. Yeah, and there's also, um, was after that, that tackle and he got the free kick, and yes. he was on the wrong side up against the boundary line. And in previous years, he would have tried to do the big boomerang or something. Yep. Instead, he did a quick handball out to Hill, who ran yep. in on his correct side and, and kicked yep. the goal. Yes, and, and they pointed that out as the new rule and said that in previous years, the, umpire, the player on the mark would have just moved over to cover Hill. Yeah. But he couldn't. Um, I, I did read McKernan. He talked about a 50-metre penalty he got given against him and he said it was just communication between him and the umpire. Yeah. Because apparently you can move a metre forwards or backwards and you're able to put your arms up and down and, and jump and whatever. You just can't move from that spot on the ground. Ah, oh, okay. But the umpire's gone. No, you've taken a step. That's it. Yeah. Well, there was one early in the game against Billings where he he wasn't even moving to um, you know try to smother the guy kicking it or anything. He just yeah. took a step as he was going to walk off, yeah. you know, a walk away from the when the guy kicked it, and yeah. the umpire paid fifty. I just think whether you like the, the rule or not, I just think that fifty meters is too harsh a penalty for what it's doing. Yeah, maybe 25-metre penalty. Yeah, yeah, they've got to look at that because when you're getting a guy, you know, on the wing, the guy moves a fraction and then the umpire says 50 and, and suddenly the guy's having a shot for goal. Yes. It's like, that, that's too harsh. Yes. And yeah, the other yeah. problem is the the umpire has, has got to watch the guy in the mark and he's yelling out, um, stand, I think, is that what they yell out? Stan. Yeah, Stan. So he's yelling out, Stan, Stan. So he can't really watch the guy who's got the ball and then, you know, he's sort of got both of them to watch. So he's going to miss that first movement when the guy plays on. Yes. And if you think about it, you're the umpire with the whistle or yes. you're yelling, oh, don't worry about the whistle. 
you're, you're yelling stand and then you see the guy move now he's taken a few steps before you can even yell out play on yes but the guy amount of times i saw for both sides when uh, a free kick was being taken or something the umpire saying stand in the end the player on the mark is looking around at the umpire saying you know come on come on yes and then the umpire says play on and by then the guys run off and you know, dispose of the ball no problem it's just uh i don't know i don't know how they can fix that because well oh, i uh, don't know <laughs> maybe uh, two umpires have to do it or something well they can't get everyone there so as our our game has been the high scoring is it yep <laughs> And Port kicked the big score against Adelaide. But, um, yeah, we seem to have got the stand, OK, we'll, we'll play on to the side, have a player running past, kick to a, a player leading down, which would have been blocked, but it's now opened up the game. So yeah. I, I reckon the AFL will be saying, we think it's a great rule. Yeah. And yeah, it just needs to be tweaked a bit, I think. Yeah, uh, I was talking to a mate who, like, you know, he he remembers Paul Knights and Paul Vanderhaar and, and, you know, they would fly for speckies and there'd be big amounts of goals kicked. And he said one match he was watching and the camera panned back and all 36 players were, were in the forward pocket in one game. So there was no one on any other part of the ground. Yeah. And he said, that makes it rugby, rugby with kicking. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's something they should be looking at. But what they should do is is bring in a rule for the pre-season, try it for the pre-season, and then sit down with the coaches or, or somebody from each team and uh, discuss how it went, and then if they're happy with it, bringing in the next year. That they always seem to want to rush a, a new rule straight in, mm, which means quite often we get confusion with, with rules and and then they have to have this thing where they, they relax a bit on it and you know, it's like you go through the entire season with rules that have changed as the season goes. Yes. Well, they've only had two games to trial it, like at each team. Yeah. They're- like a like a practice match and the one match of the Amy Cup and yep. that's it. So um, you can drill as much as like a training. Nothing beats the game. I like I looked at. I, I think you describe our game as bruise-free football. Yeah. There didn't seem to be a lot of tackles made. Yeah. And there were times that Carlton brought the ball through the middle of the ground and and we had no one there. Yep, yep, I remember that. Quite a few times I did that. Yes. So, you know, is that the midfield going, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll get the next goal. We're not going to chase too hard. We'll just let it go. Yeah, well, it's probably a mixture of that and a mixture of its pre-season. Yep. Uh, also, it's a mixture of, of players who were probably playing in positions they're not used to, you know, like... They were swapping players in on the ball and stuff. Then you get less experienced midfielders in there who who don't know when they should be 
manning up and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think the the term used was some of our players looked like they were running through concrete. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 tough and um so many things can change, you know, you've got players going on and off the ground at various times and uh, somebody might have a knock and, and have to sort of run it off or something and, and just one person getting free can just cause carnage up the field if that person gets the ball and yeah. uses it well. You know, they can draw players, they can find space, all that sort of stuff. It's, um, it's, uh, you don't really know whether it's his player's fault or whether you know someone else's fault and the, his player had to run off to, to try stop someone else and all that sort of stuff well I laugh because um, uh, Frawley did his hamstring and he was walking off the ground and I think his player left him thinking oh well you know he's heading towards the bench and then the ball came out and he, he took the mark and hand passed it to someone running past, and they got a goal. Yeah. And you know he wasn't supposed to be part of the play. It yeah. Was just like, turn around, mark it, hand pass, away we go. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it's, it's just one of those things. I think. Uh, yeah, in a in a a real game, would he have stayed out there? You know, until someone could get down there, I don't know, because he couldn't run or anything. No. But uh, I don't think he would have just turned around and walked off when the ball was down there like he did in that game. Yes. I did note that there's a 50-second ad break after each goal. Oh, yeah. That's annoying, isn't it? Well, when when your first quarter is 35 minutes long, it's... it makes for a very long game. Yeah. No wonder the players are saying they're cramping it into the third quarter. Yes, and I think the umpires were too. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that they, um, yeah, like the speed of the game and how long it went, I think they might have been glad for the final siren as well as the players. Yeah. Yeah, that's true because uh, it started at such a, quick pace the the first quarter both teams were just full on yes and uh and then the commentator them saying it towards the end of the second quarter a lot of players looked tired yep Uh, which is true because not only had they done so much running already but you know they're not 100 percent match fit or anything yet you know they're building their fitness so yeah you wouldn't expect them to be able to go at that pace for the entire game especially no. longer quarters after we had the uh the uh, uh oh, i forgot the word i'm trying to think of that quarters that didn't go as far as long last year because of the coronavirus 16 minutes. yeah yes. exactly so and uh i was watching it on ko and yes. um with the long breaks after a goal Obviously, yep. there was no ads, but yeah, it was really annoying sitting here and you've seen the, the umpire just sort of standing there and all the players standing mm-hmm. around chatting and stuff. And you just say, get on with the game, but they yeah. can't until they get the okay. And uh. no, it's um, yeah, advertising, yeah. And I can imagine how annoying that would be if 
if they're going to a, a big ad after every goal when it's a high scoring game it'd be really annoying watching ads yeah. well um, 13 goals in the first quarter so that's almost 13 minutes of ad added on to advertisements added on to the total time yeah there's too much and did we catch 19 goals to their 15? Yeah. So 34 blocks of 50 seconds. Yeah, that's that's an awful lot. Yeah, it is. And it's uh, annoying at the best of times, but when you're just getting the same ads repeated over and over, you know, over a, a time period, it's it gets really annoying. Yes. But while we're speaking of advertisements, uh, I see we have a new club sponsor. Yes. Um, who was it again? Oh, it's a Furphy, yeah. Furphy, yeah. yes. I'll pay more attention to their ads now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I did note some big footy posters were wondering whether, um, you know, we get their iced coffee free as part of our, you know, membership whether they'd be handing out free beers at the game. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Probably not. <laughs> I wonder if they'll be allowed to have their beers at the game because uh, Carlton United are the, the AFL sponsor, aren't they? I think so. Yeah. Which, would, which would mean that, yeah, you can be the sponsor for the Saints, but just, you know, don't uh, hog any limelight, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember who it was, but we used to have um, another sponsor. Oh, we we got Tui's, that's right. Uh, yes. Years ago, we had Tui's, and they weren't allowed to sell their beers at the game. Yeah. And they, I don't think they were allowed to put up signs either. They could put them on the jumper or something, but they couldn't put them around the ground. No. Um, and uh, I saw the clubs release a new range of New Balance gear. Yeah. And I saw a top that I thought I liked sold out. Oh. I don't know how many um, of each size they got. It it was literally, I saw it that morning, I went to the club website, it was sold out. Oh, that's annoying. Might have to message the club and just say, no, getting any more stock in. Yeah. Actually, I just talking about that Tui thing. I, I remember at the time that what really annoyed me was Tui's weren't allowed to have their signs around the ground because Carlton United were Fosters or whatever, you know, were the main sponsor. Um, yes. But Holden were the main sponsor at the time as well. But yes. when you went down to Geelong, they had four things all around the ground. They did. So it was like... You know, they're a bigger club, they can do what they want, but we're a nobody, so no, yeah. can't do it. Different rules. Different yeah. rules, yeah. Yeah, so, so I haven't thought about the, um, you know, the main sponsor being Carlton United and, and our, our little Furby's beer. Yeah. It'd be nice, though, if they sold that there, although I imagine how costly it would be. Yes. I haven't bought a beer at the footy for so long, I don't have any clue how much they cost. Yeah, 
I think last time we went, a, a bottle of Coke was about eight, ten dollars. Yeah, it was, it was just ridiculous. Yeah, I bought a bottle of water. And I think it was six dollars. Yeah. So um, and that's just how can they justify that? Well, I'm wondering how they'll go if, if um, like, yeah, obviously they've got a lot of turnover and and there's a lot of food. But if the crowds are only at fifty percent, yeah, how how's that going to affect their bottom line? Yeah, that's true. It'll be interesting. They'll give them excuses to raise the price of everything, <laughs> and then when the crowds are back to full, they won't drop the price. No, but I don't think they've ever dropped the price of any drink or food. I don't think so. No. 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 Um. I think last time, uh, I know you're not supposed to eat the hot dogs, but it tasted nice at the football. <laughs> I've eaten hot dogs many a time at the football. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just because I don't trust their pies. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't eat a pie there, but no, it was, it was nice. A nice hot, hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, so it's nice to see that we're attracting sponsors. Once upon a time, we couldn't get anybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Do you know who we play the, the next pre-season game? No, that's it. Oh, that's there's it, is it? Yeah, there's only one. Oh. Oh, there. Yeah, which is why I was saying, you know, you've only got two matches to trial it against other teams. Oh, right. Yeah, so that's it. Um, I know Melbourne are playing tonight. Yeah. And I'm not sure there's one on Tuesday, but we must be, what, Thursday. So we're nine days away from the start of the season. Gee, that's not far, is it? It is not. Ah. Well, that's good. (laughs) So, Greater Western Sydney, do we win that game? Yes. West Coast at home. At home? Yes. Marvel? Marvel Stadium? Yes. I'm going to say yes to everyone. (laughs) And I'm I'm guessing here, but I think the next one's Melbourne. Yep. Which is also at Marvel Stadium. Yep. I'll back us in there. And I can't remember the fourth team. Was it Essendon? Um, I hope so, but it's it's also at Marvel. Right. So. Um, but then yeah. I think we have a really hard run after that with Richmond and uh, I can't remember. They did say it on the um, during the footy. So. Yes. Yes. Um, but fingers crossed, we could be four and zero at the at the turn, so to speak, like a yep. quarter of the season gone. Yeah, I think um, I, I think we'll do well this year, provided key players don't get injured, like any side, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm really uh, excited this year because I think players of uh, the young players have got that bit of maturity now. Uh, yep. Players, you know, from the time of guys like Billings and Gresham and that, they've they now played their percentage of games. That's going to be a lot further up there. 
Um, It's now everybody's playing for their spot in the team every week because they've got a lot of depth. Yes. So interesting. Um, I think Ratton's given them some belief too. Yes, for sure. That, you know, you're going on the ground and you believe that you're better than the other team and you can win. Yes. And you can see that, uh, like in this game, for example, um, Seb Ross picking up the ball with a pack around him and him running off rather than just doing a quick kick or handball. Yes. Backing himself to to outrun the guys around him. And he did it about three times. And each time I thought, oh, that's Ross. What's going on? He wouldn't, wouldn't have done that in previous seasons. No. And as you said, it's a belief in themselves and they even kick it to a one-on-one at times um, yeah. if they don't have a better option and, and back their player in to, to win. Now, it doesn't always work, but, you know, it's better than just kicking to a pack or something. It is. And did Max King kick three goals? Yep. And one of them was from Mark, uh, two of them was from um, kicking the ball up off the ground. Yep. And then he went off after a couple of minutes in the last quarter to ice his ankle. Yes. Um, he, he could go really well this year, especially if um, he, he... I think I saw one stage, he was 202 centimetres tall and about 78 kilos. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking he probably needs another 10 or 15 kilos to... Um, you know, hopefully, if someone's pushing against him, he can push back. Yeah. I think that the, the big defenders will probably be able to um, keep him out. But um, there were times he slipped around, got in front, and he either marked it or got the free kick. So Exactly. He his, goes what? His, um, his speed around the ground means that the, the big defenders often won't be able to stay with him. No, that's scary. Someone so big who can run that fast, and um, once his hands go up in the air, that's an awful long way. Yeah, exactly. And as we saw against Carlton, he got a few free kicks because the defender just, you know, was behind him and virtually had no chance of legally yeah. spoiling, and so yeah. would be trying to grab onto him and drag him down and stuff. Um, he gets in front and. As you said, with his long arms and, and and his jump, if he can clunk those marks, uh, yeah, it's it's a game changer. Yes. Now there is there is one thing I would like to change in in the rules, and I, I know you said like we shouldn't change it too much, but I don't like the free kick that's given when the two rucks are tussling each other at a ball up around the ground. Yeah. Because the umpire exploded with say free kick, and both players turn around and go, "Is it me?" Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, there was one in the in our game, but um, I heard, we heard the uh, umpire over the mic, and the ball went down. I think it was down to our forwards, and uh, he said both holding each other, right. and a lot of times the umpire would pay a free kick to the forward. Yep. Because they, they always do when it's 
you know, they're holding each other like that. Uh, they give it to the forward, but you know, that's what it should be. And with the with the um, the rucks, as you said, just letting them go. Yes, they're both holding. They're both holding, <laughs> and just because yeah. one holds a sec- you know a second before the other or or something, yeah. it's 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 just ridiculous. Let it go. Yes, I would like to see that because yeah, yeah there's nothing worse than like professional footballers and both of them going. Is it me? Like, yeah. No. Exactly. Because, as you said, they both know they're holding. <laughs> exactly, and they always are too. So, um, yes. yeah, you just just let those things go. It's it's just a lot of common sense, but it's what they've been drilled into by whoever that tells the umpires what free kicks to pay, or an umpires advisor, or whatever whoever it is. Um. Uh, question for you: yep. Does Zach Williams get a week for his hit on um, Hunter Clark? Well, uh, I saw on Big Footy as a very funny comment, and I should have written down who it was. I've forgotten, so apologies to that. But he said that uh, yeah, Zach Williams is in trouble, so uh, Long will get a week. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I think that I heard them say the minute he jumped up off the ground, that's uh, that's a suspension. Yeah. That's and he, a, he'd already disposed of the ball, so there was no need for him to do it. It's just no, a cheap it, shot. It was. He deserves to get at least a week. Probably well, won't get too much more because of the fact that Clark got up and, and played, played on yeah. with no... Well, I assume there was no effects. So, um, yeah... It looked bad. It did, yes. So it could easily... I mean, if that was long, he would have got at least three. Yes. Yep. Um, protect the player going the ball, protect the head. Yep. I mean, it was all right. If it was just a late bump and didn't hit the head, then you'd just say, oh, it's just freaky downfield, no no drama. But he jumped up. I'm not sure what part of the arm hit the head, but, you know, the... the Arm came out and made contact with the head. It's uh, it's not a good look, and he no. was just lucky that he didn't catch Clark a lot worse than he did. And uh, I don't know if you read in the paper this week about Ken Hunter, and he was talking about all the knocks to his head, and um, I think it was the 82 grand final. He said he got knocked out. And he got put on after half time, after half time, and he can remember nothing of what happened. Really? And, and he, he has said that he will donate his brain to science so they can have a look and see whether there was any, um, what is it, CTE, the concussion? Oh, yeah. The one that Danny Frawley had? Yeah. And um, yeah, I think um, I think more footballers should do that. Not die, but obviously, no, um, no. Uh, when they do die, leave their brains so that you know experts can can look at them and try, you know, reduce this from happening in the future. Yes, yeah, I think so too. Um, and of course, while I think of it, we should say uh, a big thank you to Dylan Robinson. 
yeah. unfortunately had to give the game away because of his heart problems that he's had. Um, can only wish him all the best. He's been a great player for St Kilda. Um, yeah. Always been one of my favourite players since he, he came over. Yes. And uh, it's sad that he can't play anymore, but, you know, you've got to think of his family. You know, you've got a young family and his wife and, and his future. Is he coaching at the Saints this year? I'm not sure. I haven't seen actually what he's doing. He was helping last I I read, which was actually it was last year that he was helping with with rats and sitting in the box and things like that. I'm really hoping they've they've got a position for him as a full-time person. Yes. Because yep. uh, he's got a good football brain and it would be sad if he, you know, had to give up football and then not have something to turn to. And, of course, um, no father-son. Yes, I think, uh, by memory, I think he was about 10 games short or something like that. Yeah. Of he finished on 92. 92, yeah, there you go. And because he's got a young family, so... And these days... Could have been a father-daughter as well, so... Yes. Uh, yeah. Three or four boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but you just hope that, you know, if they do turn out to be great footballers, that uh, they come to the Saints anyway, so... Yes. Yeah. I, I think yeah, someone said, just just drop the whole 100 games, father-son. Yeah. If you play at a club and you've got a son that can play there, then just let them play. Yeah, I mean, 100 games just seems like an awful lot these days for a lot of professional footballers. Uh, these days, the the physical toll on bodies can be so bad that a lot of them aren't getting near 100 games. No, and with free agency being opened up, like it used to be 10 years at a club, I think it might be five or six now, Yeah, you've got players that aren't going to be one-club players. Exactly. But, they're going to change teams and, um, you know, they may may not get to 100 at one club. Exactly. And, and going forward, that's going to happen more and more. Is, I mean, already we're seeing players quite willing to change clubs. Yes. Once upon a time, well, only going back a few years, actually, there were a lot of players that would say, oh, no, I want to be a one-club player. But I don't yeah. think that's going to come into it much more. No. No, I don't think so. No. I started a What Am I? I didn't finish like a, a footy sports quiz, yep. football quiz. So I'll save that for the next one. Okay. And uh, I think we've covered everything, haven't we? I think we have. Yeah. Thank you, Peter. No worries now. And we will catch up during the week for our Amazing Race podcast. We shall, yes. Yes. Uh, Go Sainers. Go Sainers. See you later now. Thanks, Neil. Bye. And if you want to contact Neil or myself, you can do at redwhiteblacksainter at gmail.com. That's redwhiteblacksainter, all one word. And, uh, yeah, let us know. Let us know what you think about the, the new rule, about the stand on the mark too. Oh, when the stand on the mark.